So basically, tonight we're just gonna have um, a chat regarding these 30 points. So um, we're coming up to Valentine's Day and whether we're in a relationship or we're not, this is the time when we, we do have those subconscious thoughts of the significant other or even the absence of a significant other. So we're going to get started now and we're just going to go through these 30 points. So, um, okay. So before we begin, I'm sharing these points today from uh, education, knowledge, as well as personal experience. So for those of you who don't know, I've been celibate for three years and I decided that there was going to be a chapter in my life where I put all of my energy into me and that was no energy leaking, even texting or even dating, nothing. It was just putting everything I had into me because sometimes we get sick of our own shit. We get sick of the cycles that continue to repeat in our lives. And we all know that everybody that comes into our life is sharing an unhealed version of us. And we are naturally attracted to people who hold the positives and negative traits of our parents. And this is a way for our inner child to heal. And sex isn't just a, uh, an act of intimacy. As we all know, that you can be in a room with someone, have a conversation with someone, and your vibe can, can completely change. So imagine that as being a woman as a receiver, the energy that we receive during intimacy. So it's, think of it like a laptop, and you plug your laptop into somewhere, and it downloads everything of someone else's. That's exactly what happens during the act of... Um, of our intimacy and sex so we can feel that when we go into a room and then of course we're going to receive the energy of somebody else and for us to purify ourselves it's understanding what's ours isn't it and what's not so that we can move forward so that's just a little bit about um the reason for my my three years of celibacy and we're going to go through 30 points now and um, if you've got a pen and a paper just jot down your questions um, on, the, on each point. That would be really helpful for you and me. And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll swiftly move through these 30 points. And then at the end, we're going to um, turn the recording off and we're going to have a discussion so that anyone who couldn't make the live tonight can still get the information on the, um, on the 30 points. But then we can have a discussion between us tonight about how we feel and any questions that we've got upon each point. So please just make a note so that when we get to the end and I go, any questions? We go, yeah, I've got a question on point two. Or yeah, what's this mean on point three? So please just get your phone out or your notes and we're going to begin now. So point one of our 30 relationship truths. People are believing on, on people who didn't put them because they haven't healed from the people that hate them. Know your own stuff, but you know if someone's bleeding on you and so you don't bleed on someone else. So for instance, if we have a trigger or something erupts with inside us, then this is ours. No one makes us feel anything. Like we don't make anyone else feel anything. And it's a key for our growth to be able to go, well, why did that just bother me? Or why did that just happen? And how can I delve into myself deeper and find out where that came from? 
And when we do this and we continue to do this, as we all do it, that all of us here do that because that's why we are here. We're all doing the work. But there are many people who don't do the work and there are many people who are bleeding on us. Let's use an example for a text message. Um, you didn't answer someone. You were busy. Well, you know, why haven't you answered me or, or ringing or messaging again? Now, it's not a, it's not a suable offence to blue tick somebody. If we are busy, that's okay. We answer people back when we have the time. Because if we continue to run around after everybody constantly, we're going to be left on empty and then we're, we're of no service to anybody else. And this is when we know if someone's bleeding on us and that's when we go, hold on, no, that was yours and I'm going to give that back to you. It's our job to be a mirror to the people. And so many of us, I know me for decades, I took everything on. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, oh, I'll this, or I'll reply to them now, or I'll do it. And that happened for decades in my life until I just went, no, 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 just no. And then this is when we start to fill ourselves up and our own energy and start to feel good again. And we can start handing things back to other people. So it's knowing what's ours and knowing what's not. So make a little note on that if you've got any questions about us bleeding on people or people bleeding on us. And even if you've got any questions about how we hand it back or anything at all, Anything that's coming up for you and what will come up for us is different because we are all unique. Okay, we'll move on to point two. <clears throat> Not everyone that likes us or gives us attention is with us. Know the difference in lust and love. And heal, we heal the part of ourselves that desire to be liked or needed. And then we will have boundaries for our energy. So for instance, if we didn't have any boundaries or if we didn't fill ourselves up, the first person that gave us a bit of attention would probably move towards because we all love love and attention. But if we're not giving it to ourselves, it means we've got a huge void inside us that needs to be filled. And what happens is it'll go and get filled. The subconscious need will get filled regardless. And it's not caring about your values or the other things that's going to give you uh, longevity. You know, things that really matter to you, things that will crop up later because it doesn't care, the subconscious doesn't care. It just needs that void to be filled. And that's why it's so important for us to fill these things in ourselves so that we can choose from love and not a wound. If we've got a void that needs to be filled, we're not going to be choosing from love. We're going to be choosing from trauma because we need the void filled. So, yeah, make a little note on point two. Um about the difference in um, lust and love and healing the part of us that desire to move towards people and places and a lot of the time they necessarily won't even be good for us. Consciously, why am I doing this consciously? We've all done it, all of us. So it, it's subconscious. There's a subconscious need getting met all of the time. And until we fill those subconscious needs ourselves, we will continue to be in environments that are no good for us. So make a little note on that one. And then we'll move on to point three. Knowing if someone is for us or not, and not to drag it out. So, so many of us, uh, we've been together for 10 years or um, we've grown apart or we used to feel like this and now we don't feel like this. And then we sort of go, oh, but it could be this. And it's not personal. This whole fairy tale of, we were supposed to meet someone when we're young and we're supposed to stay together for the rest of our lives. As beautiful as that sounds, if we're not growing together, there's a, 
there's a problem when that's we can learn to communicate and grow together then we, we we do go apart and it's not personal and this is the same if you're not in a relationship and if you're dating you will know you will know on one day two days if someone's for you or not and um, recently for me I've started dating again and um someone said to me the other day after our first date I just said to them you know it was such a, a lovely time and thank you for it was such a gentleman it was so sweet and and we had lots in common but I just knew he wasn't for me so I shared that with him I just shared it with him and he was like let's just see how we go let's just see how you feel I went I don't know about you but I know how I feel so that's an invalidation of how I'm feeling like I know how I feel I don't need to wait or someone else to tell me how I feel and uh, it's important for us to be able to stand in that and not second guess ourselves because we will second guess ourselves. Oh, well, am I being too quick? Or is this? We know. And it's as we build on our intuition and start to listen to ourselves more and more, it gets stronger to the point where we can't ignore it and we can't be convinced of it being any different than what it is, is what it is. Once we heal the people, please, within us, um, we don't wonder if someone, um, if we are for someone else. We decide if someone else is for us and then we tell them. It's not like, oh, they'll be like me. Oh, I hope you like me. And if I do this and I do that, they might like me. This is all a fake show because we all know once we get into it, <laughs> the reels comes out. So we might as well be who we are from the get-go. And it's walking in with values and asking ourselves, if you're in a relationship now, if you were to start a new relationship, what would you be looking for in a person? And then put that towards a list towards the qualities of your partner now. And then it's something that you can work on and, and grow together. Um, if you're meeting someone new, when you walk in, know what you're looking for and how you're feeling. And the new podcast is launching soon and I'm going to be sharing the um, seven, seven, it's a, it's a seven key formula for conscious singles. And it's something that I use when I go on a date. I thought, I've got to share this with people. I've got to share it because it helps me. So that'll be coming soon as well. So yeah, it's understanding um, and what we want and making the decision if, if they are for us and not sort of people pleasing to see if they like us. Just make a little note on that point there if anything's just popped up for you and when we want to fight for. So people love at their level of self-love and they communicate with their level of self-awareness. If someone, someone cannot give you what they do not have in themselves. So it's so important to watch how people treat themselves because they can't give you what they haven't got. That, that's their level, that's their bar. Um, and then they communicate to the level of awareness. So if someone's not really doing the work and they're not, um, they're not looking at what the world is mirroring back to them and um, looking at the shadows and what's going on in situations and how they can move forward and grow. They're going to have a lack of awareness, which means they're going to have a lack of awareness of, of themselves, how they're showing up in the relationship, but they're also going to have a lack of awareness of you and how you feel. So this is so important to understand that how someone loves us and how someone communicates with us is absolutely nothing to do with us at all. Absolutely nothing to do with us. Someone who doesn't love themselves and is not self-aware will not be able to give you the love that you deserve. And as soon as we begin to love ourselves more and work on our awareness, as we're all doing here, all of a sudden our our, our sort of um, as our, our own love goes up for us, what we require from other people also goes up. And there's going to be another live on a requirement circle that you're not going to want to meet. It's incredible. And it's about how we require different things. 
from different relationships in our life um, and understanding that we don't feel the same in all of our relationships. But I think that's on next week, actually. So make a little note about this one and we'll move on to another five. So talking to people and getting to know them on a deep level, we've all been filled with that lust attraction of that um, instant type of um, thing that we, we sort of go, oh, like I feel this connection. And um, for me, when I feel that, I know that there's something there for me to learn. I don't necessarily look at it as a connection. Sometimes it can be past life. It can be like calm. It can be self-blame. And um, for me, I look at how I'm feeling. So if I've got butterflies, that's not a good sign for me because someone who's making me feel peaceful, peaceful and calm, I wouldn't feel anxious around. So it's like, do I feel calm? We we look for these butterflies and this big spark. That's what we've all been conditioned to believe. And it's um it's not until we get to know people on it on a deep level we can really resonate. If we have this, of course, we can have a love at first sight and we can have instant attraction. But as we all know, attraction is much easier than physical. So learn everything about a person by being friends. And if we can't be friends, then we won't be won't be able to be lovers if we can't be friends. And intimacy is it's so much more than sex. And a lot of us haven't learned how to communicate. And in doing this, um, we tend to look for intimacy as a way of connection, sexual intimacy as a way of connection that makes us feel more connected to another and um, but there's so many other ways for us to build intimacy just any questions there have you got any questions about that then? we'll move on to some six know what you want know the vision for your life be at front with what you require if they cannot offer you that then leave and don't be afraid to be alone this is a quote for someone who is obviously not in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, it's about being upfront and obviously reevaluating your relationship at different years of time because who you both are when anybody walks into a relationship is, is not who you are, you know, five years later. And the relationship constantly needs redesigning and, and values putting together in, and in a relationship. There's, say there's me another person in this relationship so relationship being a third person so know what you want and know the vision for your life be upfront with what you require and at this point it's it's little things like for me I want someone who can travel so someone who had um maybe a job where they where they couldn't or maybe they had children that they needed to um, be there for then that's not really the vision for, for, that I've got for my life. So it's understanding like what vision have you got for your life? What is it? Because we can't we can't um, find that in another person until we understand what it is that we want. It's those deeper values of of this is how I see my life. If we can't see our life a certain way, then we can't see the relationship in any way. Okay, so make a little note of that. And uh, the main thing in this is we're not in a relationship. It's not being afraid to be alone. This, this is how we end up settling for things that are not in alignment with us when we have that fear of being alone. Um, and it's falling in love and becoming the one with ourselves. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. In seven. This is so important. Even if we're in a relationship or not in a relationship, using cold cotton is a way to clear the energy between ourselves and a past partner 
and we bring this into our current relationship as well. So using cord cutting, attending sexual energy healing ceremonies. So for me personally, I done um, like pelvic floor releases. So it's sort of like, I wouldn't really know what to, it's sort of like you go to a gynecologist and they would, um, this one specifically I went to was releasing tensions in the muscles and in the, in the pelvic, pelvic area. So when we were tense up, or when we don't use our voice and we, we, we shut our jaw like this, our mouth is also connected to our womb and we clench and we close down here as we close up here. So how open this is, is how open this is. So this is so important for us to be in our truth and to notice when we're clenching our jaw or when we're not, when we're stepping back or we're not in our truth. And this is all the the trauma, the, the womb space is where we push all of our emotions to. And it's all healthier. And it's also why we can have um, painful cycles. So using cold cutting the tendon, um, even sexual healing as in, we might have said yet when we wanted to say no. We might have just done it out of obligation or we might not have felt ready. So all this is trauma. And it's trauma, it's trauma to our, um, our folder because she wasn't ready. And us as women, we are like a rose and we take time to open with sensual torture. It's not just quick and what we've all been conditioned to, to, to see. And we wasn't initiated this into little girls and we wasn't taught this information. We didn't know that that takes us time. So it mightn't even have to be anything that's really, you know, something drastic that's happened. And I'm sure drastic things have happened to many of us. But it can just be as little as, you know, not being ready. That causes that, that trauma. So we're creating our own ritual to release the past, um, the past energetically. So we could be in a relationship right now and we could still be holding some of these things from the beginning of our relationship or we could still be holding things from previous relationships. So it's really important to clear ourselves energetically and use cold cotton. It's crucial that we review our patterns that occur so we can learn and break cycles. So whether we're in a relationship or we're not in a relationship, we know our cycles. And this is where we learn and how we break them and how we can move forward. It's so our subconscious doesn't gravitate back to a, a similar situation. So make a little note if you've got any questions upon uh, point seven and we will move on to point eight. The people that we meet will either be a new chapter or part of a repeated cycle. And this is all of our relationships, whether it be worse, whether it be romantic, regardless. So it's normally something new or it's something that we um, feel like we've been there before and a lesson that we are still yet to learn. So it's important for us to know what we are. So as soon as we move forward into a new relationship, maybe it's a co-worker, maybe it's a friendship, a new friendship, maybe it's a new partner. And to ask ourselves, what feels familiar about this? What feels familiar about this? Have I been here before? Have I felt like this before? We meet, the, we meet the same people in different bodies all the time, continually to learn us the, the lessons that we haven't learned. And paying attention at the beginning of any new relationship really helps us to be able to uh, move forward in a, a conscious way and have more awareness in the relationship. So make a little noise on that and we'll pop on to number nine. 
So making new friends and exploring different circles and pouring all of our, pouring all of our energy um, into ourselves and spending time with those that we love. Only investing where we see a future. So if we don't want our friendship to go somewhere, if we don't want the relationship to go somewhere, we don't want to be around this person, then it's pointless giving energy to it. It's us knowing this is something that I want to invest my energy into and um, not energy leaking in that way where we're just everywhere and we're not really creating deeper connections around us. It's not messing about basically and putting all our energy into ourselves and our dreams and what we want for our life. And that's what it takes. It takes every ounce of us. So we don't want to be wasting the energy that we've got. We haven't got unlimited energy and it's, it's being selective where we put that energy and to not wait to do all the things that we want to do and to go and do them. We meet new people along our, our path and our journey. So we can let them know that and we'll go on to number 10. It's so good when we get into different circles. We get new families and new problems as well, which really helps us to grow even more. Master psychology, attacking styles, love language and communication. So all of this is here in your membership within uh, Soul Connections. So if you want to have a look inside your soul connections, you'll be able to find all the different stuff on love languages, communication, and attachment styles. Um, this helps us to fulfill the needs of others as well as voice our own, um, knowing what our needs are and what our boundaries are, but also understanding other people's attachment styles and love languages. It helps us to be able to really communicate to them and meet their needs. For instance, if someone has an attachment be attached, um, love language, um, attachment style, sorry, then when we walk in the house, they will want you to greet them first. They don't want you to go into the kitchen and put your bags down and do what you're doing. That makes them feel like you are, they haven't been seen. Whereas a uh, dismissive avoidance attachment style, if you're constantly ringing them, just saying the wrong thing, you're very special states to a dismissive avoidance, makes them feel like um, less suffocated. Because people who have a dismissive avoidance attachment style can tend to feel suffocated. So there's, um, there's so much to learn within the soul connections and especially within our, our love languages. We all receive love in different ways. So understanding how we receive love and communicating that to someone. Listen, I know that you're doing X, Y, and Z and that is all amazing. But this is what really matters to me and this is how I really feel and receive love. Just knowing that someone can be running around. You could be running around to someone else constantly doing everything that you possibly can and more and they're just not feeling it. And you're just like... Oh my God, could I literally do any more here? And that is because we're speaking a different love language. So it's understanding what their love language is and then giving that to them. We'll have to do less and they'll feel it more. So make a little note start. If you have any questions, I'm only going to make 11. So committing to yourself. So for me, I put a video up on Instagram if anybody's seen it and it's about like the, the self-commitment of the things that I've cut out my life from, different things with foods and uh, um, household products and stuff like that that I know aren't good for me as well as like coffee or alcohol. And it's making a little list of what are these commitments I'm going to make that I know aren't good for me and how am I going to commit to doing that and put all, all our energy into that. So for me, I got myself a ring. I literally done a whole thing about this commitment, like it was my time. <laughs> um, and commit, commit to our vision and our growth and our direction and we can grow literally so much faster when we, we, we're not pouring our energy into 75 different places and we're just pouring it all. So we can we move much faster, making ourselves a promise and we get to work. It's understanding what is the commitments that you want to make to yourself. That would be really good to make a note of that. If you 
if you've got things in mind and you've got any questions, and we'll um, speak about at the end. Okay, we'll move on to point 12. When we need something from someone else, we choose from another room and not love if you cover them on the previous um, numbers. And that's business, it's not love. And um, it's an exchange. So the love I feel now, I haven't felt in my life because it's pure and it's free and it's unconditional. It's not, I'm getting this love from someone if I do X, Y, and Z. And if I don't do X, Y, and Z, then I'm not going to get this love. And it's also the... Um, the validation that we give ourselves when we have a tough day or we can't get going it's how much we fill ourselves with love on them tough days and love is actually a frequency it's not even an emotion so we can all admit love the frequency of love by connecting to our heart um and it's not getting into codependency so as soon as we get into i'm going to give you this and you're going to give me this we become dependent on each other and then what happens is we lose the truth in the relationship because there's a need once there's a need and the want changes from need we end up like just holding back a bit and not saying some of the things that we want to say. And then we end up out of truth. And if we're not if we're out of truth, then our connection ultimately isn't authentic. And then we don't feel the depths in our relationship because those people are keeping things to themselves because they're scared of losing X, Y, and Z. And we feel that it feels inauthentic. So make a little note of that if you've got anything to ask. And then we want to come 13. Oh, <sighs> understanding that you are whole is vital so we've all been taught to find this heart and as beautiful it is to have somebody else in our life they do not fulfill us they add they add value to us nobody completes us people just add to us but if we can't be happy alone then we won't be happy in a relationship because we're actually searching for happiness in an external and the only way to find happiness is internal we all know and we've got something new the happiness lasts for like two minutes and then it goes and it's about getting that happiness from in side for us so that we're not searching for things outside as much as we all love external things there's absolutely nothing wrong with that we're all abundant and we deserve to have a fantastic life but it's not relying on things outside of us to actually make us be okay you know that's a problem no person or thing or place can give us happiness it's in the inside so make a little note of that point if you've got any and then move on to point 14. Hmm. I asked for celery and I've been given a lot of celery. Anyone can be in a relationship. So to understand that our relationship doesn't equal happiness. Like we can all go and just choose someone, you know. Um, we've got to have that when we come into the relationship. We don't actually get from the relationship. And... We've all been conditioned in our life to find the person, settle down, and everything's going to be rosy. And I'm sure anyone who's in a relationship who's on here now, once you get into, you know, decades and even years and years in your relationship, it's it's not like a fairy tale. We have tough times and we communicate and we move through them. And um, that is what ultimately our relationships are. And, and we need to be redesigned constantly as one of us grows. So our relationships do not equal happiness and we don't actually get happiness from our relationships. We can get, you know, joy and love and we can feel comfort and I'm sure we can have feelings of happiness, but true happiness is the only person that can give us that is inside and regardless of our relationships, we'll always have it. Okay, when we want to turn 15. Understanding that we all have our own shit. 
none of us are completely healed. The one that we're going to meet is going to be completely healed. Otherwise, we wouldn't be on air. Air is a place where we come to learn. If we are here, we are reincarnated here again, then we all have things to learn. So it's it's understanding that um, obviously once someone is doing the work, it's then that uh, they've got more awareness and we can grow together. But knowing that we all have our own stuff and healing requires work, and we need to demand someone who can meet us where we are at is actually doing the work too. Um, sex is an energy exchange. So think of someone plugging their phone into your laptop and all of their stuff goes onto your desktop. What are you downloading? We all know, like we mentioned at the beginning of this live, when we are in a room with someone and the energy feels off, or we've got someone on the phone and we feel a lot more weird after. So how on earth can we do that without um, not even being in the same place as someone when as women we're actually receivers? Can you imagine how much the, of the energy that we are that we are receiving? Okay, move on to the next point. Being single is a true gift. For anybody who's here, I wanted to put this on. For anybody who is single who is here now, it's a true gift. Um, your soul receives every inch of you and it feels the love from you that you gave to others. Single isn't for everything, it's a chapter. Make, take as much time, I'm sure the people who are in relationships here will be like, take as much time as you can because it's so beautiful being in a relationship, but it's also beautiful getting to have that time, you know, to ourselves and our growth and, and reinventing ourselves and getting a different thing with us. We should all have a chapter in our life. It's just ours, it's just for us. Okay, so we move on to point 17. Pull back and don't lead. This is so important. Uh, arranging everything. Um, when we lead and we arrange everything, we are in a masculine energy. And uh, when we fall back, and we allow that space for a masculine to leave because that is the space that he wants to, to grow into that makes him feel good, then he feels more in his masculinity. And then we get the chance to fall into our feminine nature of flow. And that's a beautiful experience for us all to be able to flow. We, as women, make life really hard for ourselves. You know, we need to do everything. We want to do everything. We, like, where does it all come from? You know, um, when we're in a partnership, the the man is there to provide and protect us and lead us. And it's fallen out of that state of control because um, then we, we mix up the polarity in the relationship and then a woman will then be leading and we'll feel like we have more of a feminine man who we need to, who we need to mother, who we need to give direction to. And that's when our polarity in our relationship is, is so wrong within the masculine and feminine energies. So if a masculine cannot stand in his own power, he won't be strong enough to withstand yours. But you're not going to know if he can stand in his own power if you start leading and controlling and taking the lead and being directional and arranging everything. You won't be able to really see his masculinity unless you're completely stood back and allowing him to take the lead, allowing him to lead you and not controlling the situation. So write a little note if you've got any questions about that point and we'll come to it in the end. Okay. We'll go into Get to know you, what you like, where you like to go, what you like to do. For us, this is something that we do continuously, whether in a relationship or not. We all change, we all grow, we're all changing now, we're all growing now. So it's about us actually asking these questions again. You know, what do I actually like? Where do I like to go? And as we grow, we just can see these answers change and change and change. So it's good for us to come back inside and ask ourselves, 
so many of us merge during our partnerships and we can lose a sense of ourselves. We'll go where they like to eat or we'll eat what they like to eat or we'll listen to the music they want to listen to. It's not until we actually come back and go, let me just ask myself a minute what I like. It's getting to know ourselves at a deeper level and then obviously the more we get to know ourselves, the more connected we are to ourselves, which is the more connected we are to our organic food, which then is the more happier that we are and the more love that we can give to others. Okay, so I'm going to the next point. No what direction we were heading. And know what know what direction you are heading. And did you meet someone going the same way is great, but don't change your path and do what uh, and don't wait for what someone or someone else to show you a path. So we so often we can get 10, 20, 30 years into our life and be like, I wanted to do that 10 years ago, but I never done it. I went that way instead. So really understand them of um where you want to head, you know, getting getting an idea of what of what direction that you're going in, knowing knowing exactly uh, the direction that that you want to go, so that you can communicate that. Because how do we know if someone's for us, or how can we design our relationship and we're not clear on where we're heading? So it's um, if someone's going in the same direction, that is brilliant. But we should never ever change our path, and um, because if we want it now, we're probably going to want it later. And then we don't want to go, oh, I, I gave that up sort of thing. And then we begin to resent the other person. So it's getting really clear in the direction that we want to go in because we can't follow a path with someone and then 10 years later start resenting them and getting annoyed with them because we took this path and we wanted to take this path but we didn't say about the path and we didn't share the path. So it's just for us to share that way. We, we can end up getting lost in somebody else's dream. And although it is a masculine place to leave, it's with invitation, they then ask us how we feel. We have a chance to say no. You know, we're not just following. We, we're allowing them to leave and we're sharing what we want in our life. And then we're letting, we're letting them guide us in that direction. But uh, make no mistake, uh, in our feminine, we're still, we still decide, you know, whether it's a yes or a no for us. So we still do have to know. We have to know the direction that we want to go so that we can communicate it as well. Okay, we'll move on to point 20. This again is about codependency. And um, you catch and cook your own dinner and you do your dishes. Don't be afraid to eat alone. Now, this isn't finances. This is everything. If you can um, pick yourself up off the floor, if you can love yourself, uh, if you can take care of yourself, then don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to eat alone. And for us all, we all have to learn to become this self-sufficient. And when we do become self-sufficient, we're able to choose people from a want and not a need. And isn't that beautiful? How beautiful is that for someone to receive you from you wanting them and not needing them? And this is where we meet all our own subconscious needs. We meet all our own voids so that when we move into relationships we're not looking for things to be filled we're actually choosing from love and not a wound i see to the table is an honor don't ever forget that it's an honor to be with you an honor becoming self-sufficient supports us in being able to make better choices that are more aligned with us rather than coming from a place of needing and then disregarding things that are really important to us or I'll just let them say that because this X, Y, and Z, or they don't want to do this because then this will happen. There's none of that then because we can be in our truth and stand in who we are. 
So we'll move on to the next thing. There's a frequency that we need to attune to so that we can meet what's on that frequency. Um, we can't expect something that we are not. So we need to become what we want. If we want a partner who's communicating with us better, start communicating better. If we want a partner who's more mindful and present with us, start being more mindful and present with them. And if there's not a partner in the picture, then start doing all that to yourself. And then until we uh, work to get to the level that we want to attract, we will always attract what we are. And that's why it's so important to have this time with ourselves, to elevate ourselves, because ultimately we're only going to get what we are, the polarity of. So it's so important to fill ourselves up because the better we become, the better that we, we will attract. Okay, we'll move on to the next point. Over the past few years, I've prayed the universe didn't send me my person yet. Life doesn't begin and end with relationships and know what you are ready for and what you are not. It's really important because as we move through our relationships, what our wants and needs change. And it's important to know what we are ready for and what we're not. It could be moving house, it could be moving country, it could be having a baby, it could be marriage. It could just be moving into a relationship. For me, I knew that that wasn't where I was and I needed this time to elevate myself so that I could reach a higher frequency. So, because I knew what I wanted was on that frequency, so I had to become it first. So it's, it's knowing what we're ready for and what we're not. We're not always ready for, for that next um, level, and that's okay. We'll move on to the next point. Being comfortable with our, with our own company is so important. For someone to be back and they have to be an upgrade. So making sure that our solitude is good, making sure that we're able to sit with our own mind when we're chatted and we're able to journal, we're able to self-regulate, we're able to enjoy our own symphony. Because if we're not, then obviously we're gonna um, surround ourselves with symphony that mightn't be good for us just to have company. So working through our own self-regulation and really enjoying those times and presence alone is, is a huge deal for us all. And getting those times alone, taking those times alone, if we are in nature, if we are in relationships, sorry, taking those times in nature. Okay, we'll move on to the next point. Understand that what you wanted from your parents and past partners, you'll want now. And you'll turn a blind eye to the truth together. So important for, for us to understand this. So if you've got a pen or a piece of paper, even just jot down, what did you want to feel? in your last relationship? What do you want to feel now in your current relationship? What did you want to see, see from your parents? This is, is so important because this is our inner child gravitating to the same situation constantly to get that feeling. So whatever that is, give that to yourself so that you don't sacrifice your needs in the process because as we've mentioned before, our subconscious needs, consciously you might feel like they're not getting anything, but subconsciously we are. And our subconscious will gravitate to familiarity so understanding what it is, what did you really want your parents to say to you? Or what does the one to say to you? What did you really want from your, your partner or your past partner? Because that's what you're going to be looking for. And that is what you need to give for yourself to fill the void. So for me, the reason why I took these three years of celibacy was to find all of them, to find all of them, literally write them all down and to give every single one of them to myself so that I could fill my own void so that I knew that I could choose from them. We can do this while we're in a relationship. We can do this while we're not in a relationship. But, um, it's just being able to fill our voids so that we can stand more in our truth and come from a much more authentic, pure place of love than coming from a manipulative place of, I need to get this need met. 
okay so if you've got any questions jot them down we'll answer them at the end and we'll move on to the next point red flags feel like green flags <laughs> um our brain likes familiarity not good so we will gravitate to places that are not good for us uh because our brain has been that way before think of the neural connections in our brain as we move through and through and through and we do the same we do the same we do the same the neural connection gets thicker which makes it easier to so think of our actions as a little fish this little fish is going to just swim right the way through that tube that neural connection because it's been there so many times the fish doesn't want to go and start carving out a new neural connection in the brain because it's difficult and it's hard but we can all do it and we can all create change so it's about understanding if our brains move into familiarity and knowing that sometimes the red flags can feel like green flags because we've been there before and we've we've felt that before and the love that we've felt will um will be the the level that we feel in in a new relationship so if we run away from a relationship that's so open so vulnerable and it's it can be scary because maybe we haven't had it before you know and um, to ask ourselves why we're running away as well or why we don't want to have these uncomfortable conversations our brain will always gravitate to what it knows so make your subconscious conscious so pay attention be like ah, i know what you're doing literally have a conversation i know what you're doing i know where you're going we've been here we know what's going on okay and understanding ourselves and how our brain is working and knowing that we can always take our little fish and make a new neural connection whenever we choose to okay we'll move on to the next point don't romanticize take things for exactly what they are so the root of all pain is um is being uh attached we we all make up things in our mind. We romanticize situations and people, and we very rarely just take things as we are. So, what something is is what it is. What you see, what it is, is exactly what it is. Not how oh, it could be this, it could be that, or they're just going through something right now, or it's this, or it's that, or we make so many excuses and um, we waste a lot of time, a lot of the energy is not real, and um, it might never be. So, we need to look at what it is right now. What is it right now? Do not fall in love with potential. We we make these fairy cells up in our head that are not even true. So ask yourself and be really honest. What is it? What is it? Okay, next please. Nothing and no one is forever. We all have multiple soulmates. There's not only one person for everyone. We grow, we evolve, and our wants and our needs change. And it's beautiful to meet our soulmates at the beginning of life and stay together to the end. How beautiful that is. That shows that we can grow together. But it's also not to think that maybe you've been in a relationship and you felt you were your soulmate, and now there isn't a soulmate. There's a soulmate for every single version healed of us. So if we've moved forward and grown, there's a soulmate for this version of us. Um, but those who don't grow together will never stay together. So it's so important to know that a person in the relationship is willing to move and grow and communicate with us. Okay, moving on to the next one. No one owns a person. Humans are not possessions to be controlled. If it comes, let it. And if it goes, let it. If a person controls you, know that they have attachments that they need to work on. If you are attracted to that, there's something that so you need to work on. But if you're attracted to someone that controls us, it means that we're getting something fulfilled on a subconscious level, whether it be, um, you know, feeling loved, wanted, needed, valued. 
um, when we feel these particles, if somebody tried to control us, we'd understand the toxicity of this. And we'd actually say, like, no, you know, um, and if it comes, let it, and if it goes, let it, knowing that life is uh, divinely guided on this path. And ultimately, when we force or we resist something, that's when we move out of our divine alignment. So following the path that the universe is laying out for us would be to, if it comes, let it, if it goes, let it. Obviously, understanding with boundaries as well and seeing what the lessons are and in every single event that occurs in our life is a lesson. There's no coincidence. Um, yeah, so a truly strong person is able to just be in a relationship and true love is uh, allowing the other person to have ultimate freedom. That's what love is. It's not controlled. It's not restrained. Can you tell me the next one? People are here to teach you. People are here to teach us all. Every single person we meet is teaching us something that we didn't know. Every single person that we meet is a mirror reflection of what we need to work on. So it's looking at every single person instead of placing judgments outside. It's asking, what is this person showing me about me? Because me and you could be in the same situation. And now you could see an event and not really think much of it. And I could see it and think, oh, fancy doing that, you know? So what's that saying about me? That's, it, that's, that's brought something to in me because we all obviously see different based on ourselves. So what someone um, brings up in us is a lesson for us, which you might meet someone else and that lesson will be a completely different lesson for them. So um, some are put right in our timeline for one reason, and that's it, is the teachers. Once the lesson is learned, the soul contract is up. We can have people in our life for years. I'm sure you've had many friends, uh, even family members who've been really close to you for years. All of a sudden, you just disappeared. Where did they go? Like, where did they even go? We were so close, and now they're gone. Because the soul contract is up. We all make agreements before we come into this life. And everybody is teaching us along this path. And when the lesson is learned, the contract's up. The connection disappears. Okay, maybe the next one. You'll value different things. If someone doesn't value or see you, that's okay. You just value different things and it's not personal. Know your own value, your worth. It isn't determined by somebody else. So for me, looking at my past relationship, me and my ex-partner had completely different values. We completely valued different things. So I didn't value the, the things within him and he didn't value the things within me because we both valued different things. So it's understanding that how um, me wanting to be in a relationship with him um, or not wanting to be in a relationship with him had nothing to do with his value or where and him wanting to be in a relationship with me had nothing to do with my value or where we, you know, it's, it's compatibility and we all ultimately want different things okay, we'll turn the uh, share screen off come on gang I'm going to turn okay Really use an audible on your own. 
okay and when you're ready just bring your awareness back to the room i hope you enjoyed tonight and i'm so excited for next week so 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 excited this is something that we've never ever ever done before um we've done boundaries but this is something different that we've created the requirements circle i am sending you all so much love and we'll see you all soon uh, and you too mo you too you too i'm hoping i'm going to be in my new house next week guys so i was meant to be in this week but definitely gonna have internet so i'll give you a little tour sending you all so much love Mwah. see you soon Bye, gang.